0: And welcome into the Intrepid STL Podcast. My name is Brendan Schaefer, welcoming you in on a Thursday afternoon to discuss a little Cardinals baseball, as we often will here at the IntrepidSTL.com. I considered doing a Periscope this afternoon to discuss the Cardinals' recent roster move. Uh, But instead, I figured maybe I'll shoot for a Periscope later tonight if there's enough interest. And for right now, we'll go with a short podcast because there's not a whole lot to break down at the moment. But with the recent news that just came about a few moments ago, I wanted to jump on this and give some of my thoughts as well as share a little bit about something that happened this morning in Major League Baseball and how that could apply as well to the St. Louis Cardinals. But we will start with the news of the hour, and that is Johnny Peralta and a trip to the disabled list. And it'll be Tyler Lyons, the left-handed pitcher, coming back to the Major League roster to rejoin the Cardinals in Milwaukee tonight. We presume Lyons was out with a right knee injury. He had surgery in the offseason and has made his way back after a few rehab assignments with the Memphis Redbirds. And he had a lot of success there, so it makes sense. It was time for him to return to the Cardinals roster, most likely. He was stretched out. Already, The Cardinals probably consider him to be the next man up if anybody from the starting rotation uh, were to be incapacitated for whatever reason. And just real quickly, going over the lines for Tyler Lyons in his three outings with the Memphis Redbirds, he combined three outings for a total of 14 innings. He went three and a third, then six, and then four and two-thirds innings in his most recent outing on Saturday against Oklahoma City. And he combined for those outings for an ERA of 1.29, gave up just two earned runs, walked two, struck out 14, and gave up just 11 hits. So Tyler Lyons pretty much is stretched out to be kind of a long man reliever if the Cardinals need it. But as well, as I mentioned, could be the next man up if an injury should happen to a starter. And Tyler Lyons would be probably that guy to jump in if there was an, an immediate need. And so another weapon that Mike Matheny will have from the left side of the bullpen and that will be valuable to the Cardinals. But more interesting even than Tyler Lyons being the guy coming up is the guy going out, the guy going to the disabled list for the Cardinals. And that's Johnny Peralta, uh, the third baseman who has kind of lost playing time over the last few days. We didn't see him in that Pittsburgh Pirates series that the Cardinals were able to sweep at Bush stadium uh, by a score of two to one in each of those three wins. And so people started to wonder, with all the salary that Johnny Peralta is making, one of the higher paid players on the team, and he was coming into the season expecting to be the third baseman for the Cardinals, but has struggled out of the gate to a 120 batting average, and they're going to put him on the disabled list, officially listed by the Cardinals in the press release as an upper respiratory issue for Johnny Peralta. And on the 10-day disabled list, retroactive to April 16th, And so what this move says to me is that it just is going to buy the Cardinals a little bit of time to try and figure out what to do with this Peralta situation. I know a lot of fans are frustrated with the way he has played early on, and there's reason to be frustrated, and and they're not the only ones. I mean, Mike Matheny kind of at a loss trying to explain what is happening to Johnny Peralta, and nobody can really figure it out. And so if it's, in fact, an illness kind of situation where Peralta has been under the weather and is not at full strength, then this will give him an opportunity to first take a few days off, a few more days in addition to what he's already had, and then at the point at which the Cardinals decide he's about ready to return, he could potentially go to a minor league rehab assignment and try to work through some at-bats and some competitive games in order to get his swing back to where it was in the spring training because... Johnny Peralta actually had a good spring. He looked pretty strong. He felt good. Uh, But since the regular season has begun, the switch has flipped and not in a good way at all for the Cardinals and Johnny Peralta. So you've seen what the Cardinals have done with that third base position in his absence. Greg Garcia has kind of taken control a little bit of that spot, did a really fine job in the Pittsburgh series. Jim Hayes tweeting out tonight that uh, it'll be Jed Jerko playing third base for the Cardinals this evening in Milwaukee. And so... Peralta's kind of been the odd man out, and this is a move that made sense because you knew that Tyler Lyons was on the way back. They they were going to have to send somebody out in one fashion or another, and if it weren't a position player or or an injury situation as it ends up being with Johnny Peralta, it was probably going to be one of those pitchers in the bullpen and, and being one of those guys that you probably could have risked losing to another club Uh, in in one fashion or another. Miguel Sokolovich has no options remaining and so the Cardinals would have had to place him on waivers and you may not see Sokolovich after that. Another team may have scooped him up and the Cardinals certainly would like to retain the, the talent they have on the roster. The other option may have been Jonathan Broxton who has struggled at times early this season. The Cardinals probably are not at a point with Broxton yet to where they would consider releasing him and just having to eat the money on his contract. But I know that that has been a name of interest for fans that they would consider him uh, to maybe not be as valuable out of that bullpen as, as Sokolovic, who has struggled again had, had a rough outing the other day. And so, rather than have to make that decision between Sokolovic or Broxton, uh, the, the Cardinals are able to buy a little bit more time by shipping Peralta onto the disabled list. And now, when he comes back now, the Cardinals will end up having a decision with that. But I think the real the real intrigue with this situation is what happens to Peralta going forward. Uh, The Cardinals were very insistent upon him being the starting guy coming into the season. If he doesn't produce though, how long can can you run with him? Uh, We've seen the Cardinals decide to run with him for about a couple of weeks before they come up with a solution to try to get this team going. And with him out of the lineup, the Cardinals have won three games. And so you have to wonder that if, and when Johnny Peralta does come back, you assume this is only going to be a short-term thing. Again, maybe, it gives the Cardinals organization enough time to decide whether or not they feel comfortable letting go of one of those other arms like Sokolovic or potentially, I know the fans would prefer Broxton, probably not going to happen on that front, but that's going to be interesting to follow. And also to see how the third baseman in Greg Garcia and Jed Jerko, how the other players perform with Johnny Peralta on the disabled list. Because if those guys continue to perform, there may not be the necessity to rush Peralta back and try to find him back into the lineup. If, The other guys are hitting Peralta could be in a little bit of a sticky spot. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out and certainly to see how Jed Jerko performs tonight. Greg Garcia, if he can continue playing as well as he has, especially defensively. I know that at the plate, Garcia is probably not quite the option that Jed Jerko could be if Jerko can continue hitting home runs like we saw from him last year. But still, some options are on the table for the Cardinals, and they've got to try to do anything to make sure they can keep this team rolling right now as they have for the last three games in Pittsburgh. And so, that kind of wraps up my thoughts on the Peralta situation. Uh, Feel free to share yours with me on Twitter. I'm at bshafer12, and I'm sure we will be doing some uh, periscoping if not tonight, then throughout the rest of the weekend as the Cardinals face the Brewers in Milwaukee. The other thing I wanted to get to before we wrap up today was the news that Luis Robert had posted as a free agent by Major League Baseball the Cuban prospect that uh, the, the super prospect, if you will, that a lot of people are interested in and the St. Louis Cardinals are rumored to be a team that could possibly be vying for his services and could be in a position to land him. And I think it's really important to understand that there are some big name teams such as the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cubs and the Dodgers that will not be eligible to pursue Luis Robert, the outfield prospect out of Cuba uh, because of the international spending limits. And the Cardinals are in a position to where they can do so. And I think things are lining up pretty well here for the Cardinals. And this is a situation where it kind of it does kind of feel like a slam dunk in a way. I know there will be other teams looking for his services as well and willing to pay for them. But when you look at the Cardinals' situation right now, knowing that after the deadline, somewhere in June, I believe, for international spending, the Cardinals will no longer be able to to exceed their spending cap. And, and the hard cap comes into into play with the new CBA starting with the next season. And so when you look at where the Cardinals are at, they're in a position to kind of max out right now on that cap because they're, they're free to exceed it for this season, and they'll have to pay a penalty to do so. But for the Cardinals, the money is not really a concern. The talent is what should be a concern for the Cardinals organization right now because they've already lost draft picks in association to the hacking scandal with the Astros, and that's going to come into play this season for the 2017 draft. And so the Cardinals have got to find another way to replenish the form system while all this is going on. And when you recognize that they're not going to be in this position next season, and that Luis Robert is in a position where he should want to sign as soon as possible, because if he lingers as a free agent until after that spending cutoff date Is instituted, And then there might be some other teams that are involved in going after his services. But the problem for him will be that the hard cap on spending will be instituted and he would stand to make a lot less money. And so he's got incentive to sign quickly. The Cardinals are a team that has incentive to go after a guy like him quickly. And so really, I said this on Twitter this morning. It's basically a must sign kind of prospect the way I view it for the Cardinals, because that's one way to replenish your farm system in a major way and get really like a first-round equivalent talent that you're not going to be able to get in the draft this season uh, because of, first of all, the signing of Dexter Fowler and then losing your next-round pick because of the hacking situation. And so I really think this is something the Cardinals should jump all over. And based on the indications that guys like Derek Gould have reported in recent months, the the indication from the Cardinals is that they, is that they want to pursue international free agents in order to kind of make up for what's happening to them with the hacking situation. And so I think this is something that the Cardinals should do. And I know a lot of fans are probably pessimistic on the idea of the Cardinals outbidding everybody for a talented player, but I'm kind of in a position right now where I think that this is something that the Cardinals will do. If you had to ask me yes or no, I'm not saying I'd lay any money on it, but I would say that yes, I do predict the Cardinals will land Luis Robert just because of how much sense it makes. And he's an outfielder. Uh, I don't really know a whole lot about him defensively, but if you've seen any videos of him, he's obviously got a really athletic build and he's got a really impressive swing if you've seen it. And so uh, I'm interested to see how all this is going to unfold because I think that the Cardinals, not only should they be major players in, in this race for Luis Robert, but if I had to say yes or no, put me on the spot, I would lean towards yes. I think the Cardinals get this done and so we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Uh, I appreciate you joining me here for this brief podcast. Uh, look for me later on, potentially on Periscope on Twitter, uh, at B Schaefer 12 you can find me there, and we'll continue to talk some Cardinals baseball this weekend and the rest of the season right here at TheIntrepidSTL.com.